Welcome to This Complex Life, a podcast where we explore the intricacies of well-being and relationships. I'm your host, Marie Bakakis, an accredited mental health social worker, family therapist, speaker and mental health educator. Coming to you from the lands of the Bunurong and Wurundjeri people, join me as we demystify mental health, break down stigma and navigate life's messiness and complexities one conversation at a time. And just a little reminder... Information in this podcast is for educational purposes only. Anything said should not be taken as a replacement for medical, clinical or other professional advice, diagnosis or treatment. This podcast is not a substitute for professional mental health treatment and advice. If you or someone you know requires support, please contact a mental health professional in your area. Thanks for listening. Today is Are You OK Day, so the 14th of September is Are You OK Day, and I wanted to take this opportunity to talk a little bit about suicide. So this might be distressing for some listeners, so if this is something that you don't feel up to today, perhaps skip along and head on over to another episode. There are so many myths and misconceptions about suicide, and it's a really tricky topic for a lot of people, and it can leave a lot of unanswered questions and grief and confusion and a whole lot of things. I won't be able to go into everything today. I'm hoping that we can start to have a conversation and use Are You OK Day as an opportunity to debunk some of those myths and give you a couple of things that you can do if you're worried about somebody. So I wanted to start off by sharing a little bit about Are You OK Day and the history of Are You OK Day. There's a lot more information over on their website and there's a link to that in the show notes. But Are You OK Day originated with Gavin Larkin, who had a mission, who was on a mission to honour his father and prevent suicide. He lost his dad to suicide in 1995. In 2009, Gavin chose to champion just one question in honour of his father and to try and protect other families from the pain he endured. And that one question was, Are You OK? Over the years, Are You OK? has grown and has become a more well-known platform, website, movement. Not sure exactly what you would call it, but it's become a big social movement. The extraordinary story behind Are You OK? was brought to life by Australia's story in 2011. Are You OK? highlights the value and the importance a whole community can play in how we contribute to suicide prevention and showing up how we can not just rely on professionals and experts, but that suicide prevention requires effort from all of us. Through your, through Are You OK? An idea to do something has become a cultural movement engaging all walks of life. And they have this really lovely quote on their website, Suicide knows no boundaries. It's up to all of us to look out for those we care about and start a conversation that could change a life. So moving on to some of the stats, and I'm coming to you with the stats that we have here in Australia. The most recent ones I came across when preparing for this episode were from 2021, so only a couple of years ago. And in 2021, there were over 3,000 deaths by suicide. That was roughly about nine per day. And that's quite a lot when you think about it. Nine people per day take their own life. And there's some language around that that I wanted to talk about. We don't say 
committed suicide or successful suicide, we really talk about it as died by suicide, completed suicide, or fatal or non-fatal. And that language is really important. Those words have meaning and have context that is really important. So we don't want something to be seen as a successful suicide because that has language around it that we need to be aware of. We're just talking about it in very simple terms, die by suicide or suicided. There are some myths about suicide that I wanted to talk about. And one of the common ones I hear is that people who talk about suicide are just seeking attention. The thing is, many individuals who talk about suicide are experiencing genuine distress and they might be reaching out for help. It's essential to take all discussions of suicide seriously and provide support. Another myth is that suicides happen without warning. In fact, there are actually many cases where there are warning signs and signals that someone might be contemplating suicide. And these signs can include things like changes in behavior, withdrawal from social activities, or expressions of hopelessness. There might be some people who are really good at hiding those things, but for some, there are warning signs. Another myth is only people with a diagnosed mental illness die by suicide. And while mental illness is a significant risk factor, suicide can affect anyone, including some without a diagnosis of a mental health condition. Life stresses, traumatic events, and sometimes lack of coping mechanisms can also contribute to suicidal thoughts and actions. Suicidal individuals are always determined to die. Many people who actually attempt suicide are ambivalent about their decision, and and some or many have mixed feelings. So intervention and support can make a significant difference in helping them choose life over death. Once someone has a non-fatal suicide attempt, they will never try again. Individuals who have survived suicide attempts remain at risk for future attempts. So aftercare and ongoing mental health support are crucial to reduce the risk of subsequent attempts. And the last one that I want to spend a bit more time on today is this idea that asking about suicide will plant the idea in their head. Openly discussing suicide with someone who might be at risk does not increase the likelihood of them attempting suicide. In fact, asking directly about their feelings can help them feel heard and understood and potentially prevent a suicide attempt. So how do you do that? There are some really great resources on the Are You OK website and there are some really great programs out there that you can participate in if you'd like to learn more. So there is Mental Health First Aid has a program for conversations around suicide. There is an assist program through Lifeline. If you work in schools, there is STORM program and a range of training providers out there that can help build your skills in this area. A place to start is to start to get comfortable with the language and to start thinking about how you can say those words and how you can ask someone. Express what you notice. Hey, I've noticed X, Y, Z, and I'm worried about you. And then it might be asking something as simple as, are you having thoughts that life's not worth living? Are you thinking of killing yourself? 
We want to avoid things like, oh, you're not going to do something silly, are you? That tone implies that you're uncomfortable. And it's a little bit judgy if you say you're not going to do something silly. You don't want to say things like, oh, you wouldn't hurt yourself, would you? Again, that tone is, is really judgy. And it's not very clear as well. What do you mean hurt yourself? So we want it to be clear and unambiguous. Are you thinking of ending your life? Are you having thoughts of suicide? And really clear conversations. If they say yes, we want to work together to keep them safe. You might not have all the answers and I can't give you all of them in a short podcast episode, but I want to encourage you to normalize these conversations and find the appropriate training or support that you need to have these conversations. Remember that it does not discriminate. Suicide knows no boundaries. And the more that you can feel comfortable to have these conversations, the better equipped you will be when you're worried about someone to know what to say and what to do. And if someone has been bereaved by suicide, that is going to take a huge toll on them. It's going to have a huge impact. They might have lots of questions and lots of concerns. So that might be something to keep in mind is how you talk to them, what questions you ask, and be aware that it might be a really difficult thing for them. So I want to leave you with a few things to consider is if you think someone is suicidal, ask them directly. Work together to keep them safe and then connect them with appropriate professional help. And then check in. Checking in afterwards can be really important and really helpful for that person that you care and that you wanted to follow up. Maybe it is you had a conversation with someone, you helped them contact their GP or Lifeline or suicide callback service, and I'll put some of those resources in the show notes. And then you might want to follow up with them a few days or a week later and check in to see how that appointment went or how that contact with that service was. So remember that your support as a caring, compassionate friend can be really helpful here. I hope you find that helpful. It's a brief episode in honor of Are You OK Day. To start a conversation, it's not comprehensive. I know that when I run the mental health first aid, the conversations for suicide part, it's a half day program. There are some really great courses out there and I really encourage you to think about what you can do. But hopefully this little episode was a bit of a taster and just to help get you familiar with some other language and to think about what you can do next. Thank you for listening. To keep the conversation going, head on over to Instagram or LinkedIn and follow me. If you'd like to keep updated with episodes and other interesting things happening in mental health, join my weekly This Complex Life newsletter, where I'll share tools, tips, and insight. There's a link in the show notes. Got a question you want answered? Shoot me an email or a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoy the show, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and a review. It helps other people find the podcast.